I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. Today we have um, a special guest on our podcast. Um, the last one, the last time we did this was with our friend Cooper. Um, and today we have our friend Sam. Hi, guys. So, to, so Sam, would you care to introduce what we'll be discussing today? Today we'll be doing the Dark Knight trilogy. Ah, uh, yes. I've been waiting for this Nolan. one. Yes, it's a beautiful movie series. And uh, would you care to explain, like, why, why, why the Dark Knight trilogy? Like, why is this the one you wanted to talk about? Um. Well, it, it's it's always been my favorite movie, like series, and more than the MCU, more than Star Wars, just because I've I've always been a fan of Nolan. I love his movies, and just to see his take on a superhero film is is just it came out perfect. Well said. Oh. <laughs> yes, I, I think Campbell and I both um, also really like Christopher Nolan, and we're also we're planning on doing a um, a podcast of his other movies at some point. But we we felt that, um, of course, the Dark Knight trilogy deserves its own episode. Um, okay, definitely, yeah. So because we, I think they're even though they're Nolan, I think they are a little bit. They're um, different. They're obviously well, they're different because usually yeah, his are more like sci-fi, but but more like outlandish topics like with Tenet and Interstellar while the Dark Knight is like it's, it, a, it's like a normal grounded. superhero film but it it does have some of his I guess uh, his like trademarks and everything yeah his trademark yeah we did Campbell did remind me that uh Christopher Nolan is red green colorblind oh yeah <laughs> if you notice oh. like a lot of his movies are like it's, it's a bunch of blues and a bunch of um, like, more muted like muted colors, yeah, yeah, muted tones. So it makes sense. And and we, I thought that was, I thought that was a perfect tie-in for you, Sam. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a color deficiency. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, art class. I will. I, all I'll say is art class was um, fun. Um, we had we had to do a flower project in my <laughs> very <Beautiful>. orange. <laughs> oh gosh, but anyway, yeah, Christopher Nolan great um director i think this these definitely are um some of his best um works and with that said obviously this episode's going to have spoilers for batman begins the dark knight and the dark knight rises so if you, but haven't, if you seen haven't seen them already exactly that's on you yeah you you're missing out did, yes. did the last one come out in like 13 something like that 2012, 2012. yeah yeah 2012 yes. so it's um, your fault if you haven't seen them oh yeah it's you you, you just go out and watch them now so with that said, um, what would you guys say are your favorites? Dark Knight. Um, oh yeah, I think See, the Batman. Thing is, Batman Begins has yeah. always been my favorite out of the three. Campbell, you. I think even though I agree with you um, partly on that, I, I think you are a little bit in the minority on that one. So maybe you could kind of elaborate on your like what what your reasoning is there. I think, I mean, part of it comes from I feel like I mean the Dark Knight is good, and I I feel like. It gets a little too much attention. Like it, it deserves it, but um, I think Batman Begins doesn't get enough attention. Um, yeah, I just think I've it's... always thought that too. I've always thought it was an incredible movie, and people sleep on it. Yeah, definitely. It's probably one of my one of one of my, if not my favorite, like origin superhero origin movie of all time. Like or, mm -hmm. uh, telling the origin story. Definitely. I think probably that and Iron Man are probably my two favorites. And I don't know on a on a, a different day or on a good day, Batman Begins is my favorite. So. I just think it's 
And yeah. and I feel like one huge thing with Batman, and this has been explained before, but Batman in and of himself is a cool superhero, but it's not like he's not the coolest, you know, that I'd much rather watch Spider-Man flash with other superheroes. The thing that makes Batman amazing is the villains to mm-hmm. me. Oh. So like, that's why Dark Knight just was beautiful because of the Joker portrayal was just mm. amazing. And that's why I can agree with you on Batman Begins because both Cillian Murphy doing Scarecrow and Liam Neeson. Oh, um, yeah. th- they both did fantastic. Yeah. I really like yeah. Liam Neeson in that movie. I think his character is pretty interesting. Yeah. I definitely think with, with Batman, a lot of the big, a lot of the appeal comes from like, um, how dark it is and, and and like the uh overall like mood and everything and a lot of that comes from the nature of the villains and all that kind of stuff because i mean joker's one of the most famous movie characters like of all time and i mean we like we've seen in the past couple years and stuff um with uh the movies and then obviously joker came out and so he's getting his kind of his own um spotlight in a way so I think oh, I have my, my I have my own problems with uh, some of the jokers that have come out like in Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, no, that's a whole other. <laughs> we don't we don't talk no. we don't talk about that. <laughs> but it, regardless, uh, <laughs> like what's it called? Um, what's uh, exposure is exposure, and I think that like yeah. people are recognizing that everybody really likes the villains. I think DC's been putting a big uh, focus on them lately. Whether the movies have been whether you agree the movies have been really good or not. Um, they've been trying to do a, a lot of stuff with uh, the villains, especially with the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. If if when you said like you know a lot of the appeal from Batman comes from like how dark and everything it is, you got to remember before Batman Begins was released, basically all Batman was was those you know the Joel Schumacher Batman Robin movies, yeah, uh, Batman Forever, and then you got the Tim Burton one. So I mean. He wasn't. Yeah. It was a little dark, but it was. I mean, obviously, some of. But nowadays, just... I think everybody. A lot of people think about it like. I mean, I, if you, if you look at the games, I think especially you can see... with the new Batman that's coming out soon. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. They're definitely taking a darker approach because I mean, Batman was originally made to scare. It was. It was like a. It was an like adult comic. Yeah. It was meant to like be a horror. So I, I'm glad they're bringing him back to his roots. Yeah. I because th- I, I saw I, I for the first time. I mean, after watching the Dark Knight, I went back and watched the um, some of the older ones, like the like the, the series with um, what's Michael his Keaton. name, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah, and it's like it's like I like it, but it's not it's not the same. It's a whole different yeah. kind of movie. Although I, I I do really like that the 1989 Batman movie. I think it's I mean it's pretty good. I, I enjoy. That's the one it. with Jack Nicholson, right? Yeah, and I really like his Joker as well. Yeah, his Joker. Yeah. I do like his he Joker, really and I like them. Job. I like, but it was him. it was like a different. It was it was a more sinister Joker where yeah. Heath Ledger's was more just like insane, you know, carefree. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that the they're both very different. I think all the different Jokers are, um, most of them are pretty good in their own, in their own ways, especially when you're looking at. Um, the 1989 Joker and then uh, versus Heath Ledger's. I think one of them, like you said, 
and with 19, in the one in 1989, you've kind of got a more of um, they're kind of playing into like the the comic like he's book. Actually, like the, he's trying to be funny. He's like yeah, like he's a, tr- a like, trickster type thing, like almost like a dark humor kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but in the Dark Knight, he's literally just like insane. Yeah, like he's not really funny or anything like that. Uh, he it's well, like he, he thinks, thinks he is. he's funny. Yeah, yeah he's just, just a nihilist. He's just a nihilist. And um, I, I just think it t- it took a turn. They they changed the bat like what Batman means like in a really uh, interesting way. So, um, yeah. I also I also think before we went into the specific movies, we'd talk about the score, which I think is pr- phenomenal. Um, in terms of like just movies in general, Hans Zimmer is just amazing. Yeah, oh, Sam, I don't know yeah. how much you. I haven't um, delved too much into music but i have recognized that most of nolan's films are done with hans zimmer yeah and, and the tenant was yeah. his first one in like a long time that wasn't yeah but and all of his movies just have music that fits the mood the story everything just perfectly <laughs> yeah but other I, other than that y'all are <laughs> on your own in this part of the conversation yeah i just wanted to make a i just wanted to mention it because i think that like especially with all of his movies that he scores on Zimmer just does a really good job of like capturing the, um, the mood. Or he's he's kind of like one of those like grand, like that grand Epic. He's so, yeah, yeah. And like, he can capture the, like the highs and lows and, and, and really like push a scene. I I, like, I really don't think that I think he's, he, his music is a pivotal part and James Mm -hmm. Newton Howard, um, as well. Um, I think they both are like a pivotal part of what makes these movies so like epic. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And I I think I'm, if you went back and watched it and it was not scored by the same person or not scored at all, it wouldn't have nearly have the same impact. Um, but yeah, that was just basically what that was. Only, that was as far as I was going to take it with it. I Campbell and I are really um, kind of, we listen to that kind of stuff a lot. So I just wanted to mention it, but anyway, Campbell, you want to you want to go ahead and you can maybe you can lead the conversation on begins because you really like that one. All right, sure. So again, beyond this, we're spoiling everything. So if you haven't seen any of these movies, I'd go and watch them. Um, if not, all right. So we we're beginning we're beginning oh. with with <laughs> Batman Begins, which was uh, released in two thousand five. Uh, I believe this was just off of Memento and then his other movie, which. It's not really a Nolan movie because he only directed it. But um, so this was basically his first kind of breakout, a blockbuster movie. And one thing that's really cool about Batman Begins is um, this movie just really basically changed superhero movies um, forever. Um, (laughs) This kind of cemented like that dark, gritty take on superhero movies, which I guess is kind of cliche now. But at the time, this was like completely uh, out of left field. So. Again, and this movie, I think. Oh no, 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 it was the Dark Knight that was released the same time as Iron Man. So yeah, this was this was the first like real. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you really the and biggest then, and the only thing before was, it was like Spider Man. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah Spider Man one, one and two. I don't know if two had already come out. I think, but the the yeah, Raimi I think films three wasn't out. Were, even yet. were a bit ahead of the Dark Knight trilogy in that they modernized superheroes. And made yeah. them made it into a better movie and not just some cliche crap. Yes, <laughs> you know, like people started to appreciate superhero movies and like made them into better films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, they weren't. 
Oh, Campbell. Oh, I, I just want to admit, I haven't seen the Raimi Spider-Man movies. So. Yeah, I, I've been trying to get him to watch them. <laughs> Whoa! Them. I mean, I, I want to. I just, yeah, I just he wants, never. He wants to. I just haven't. He hasn't gotten around to. I keep trying to yeah. get him to. I've, yeah, I've never. I know they're good, but I just never got around to seeing them. Came out the same year as Fantastic Four. Uh... Yeah, so like at this point, Marvel was like, it was basically, their only thing was um, Spider-Man movies. And then DC yeah. was really just... I mean, they didn't really have anything besides the original Superman movies and then the, the Batman. The whole Batman comic book movies. industry was collapsing before the movies. Oh, yes. So. Uh, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s is like a, like a rough period for, um, I mean, that, that live action. Have you guys seen that live action Hulk? I think it was like 2002 yes, or something. Yes, yes, With that oh. guy that was just painted green. Oh, oh God. Yeah, there's like 2003. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so at this point, I don't think the reputation was very um well regarded so I, I they did a great job of kind of bringing everything back yeah um, so this one definitely was kind of response this is responsible for this whole um trend of you know making all your superhero movies really dark and gritty which um again yeah it's cliche now but yeah it's way ahead of its time so uh yeah and this one uh, basically i mean it's the beginning so it's the origin story of how bruce wayne becomes batman um it begins with him you know training in bhutan uh learning you know with the league of shadows and everything and then eventually he makes his way kind of back to gotham it's very similar to um i mean like most i mean i was gonna say it's got it's got some elements of like um i guess like iron man's kind of origin where he's kind of like going off and like he gets into like a, a like a, there's like a whole conflict and he has to kind of um like work around it in order to like um and then and then he has to come back and he's like changed yeah they're fairly mm-hmm. fairly similar to where like they're off in this foreign place and they get kind of get their training they go on their like mini heroes like they have their little arc in that like remote area and then they come back um kind of fully realized almost yeah yeah and i've i've always loved just the training scene and me too everything with the league <laughs> of shadows because the because liam neeson plays it just so well and steps into that mentor role of yeah. rachel ghoul and then the scene in the burning building where batman won't kill the guy for like for I mean, basically no reason uh there was no reason for him to be killed it, it just yeah. like showed i character in a different way where to the point where like you, they didn't really need you didn't um it almost seemed necessary yeah um, and like they showed the scene with his parents but it wasn't built around that it was more built around yes. his training we, yes it's like because like just like how we're just tired of uncle ben oh yeah <laughs> it, it's like they didn't want to just rehash the crime alley scene over and over yeah, and over again yeah like I they, completely... they gave it a new twist and I completely agree with you about the whole training scene. Like that's easily my favorite part of the movie. Like the whole 
where he, you know where they're fighting on the ice on the ice um, yes yeah and that, all that blue just colors and everything it's just um that's definitely my favorite part of the movie and also with the the origin uh i i think or i just think in general the dark knight these movies um do a better job with bruce wayne as a character like they make him interesting mm-hmm. um whereas yeah. like my problem with the original batman the 1989 batman movie oh i did bruce not like him as bruce, bruce wayne's wayne. just kind of a weirdo in that one like he's not very he's just weird so i i definitely think they do a good job like cementing bruce wayne as an interesting he, character and then batman's yeah, because, kind of different yeah because Batman and Bruce Wayne are two different people. Bruce Wayne is always just this calm, collected guy, you know, but he's still like a stern person, which he, which Christian Bale does very well. Um, and then Batman is just like this rager. <laughs> yeah. I think it's almost like, um, it's, it's almost like dark. It's like dark. It's like the story of Bruce Wayne plus dark. Like it almost, it's almost like not even, entirely batman i mean i i yeah i'd be one to argue that like there's probably just as much screen time of of bruce wayne than there is and as there is like him as batman. batman yeah because it it this goes into other movies but it ties in rachel it ties in alfred it yes ties in there's stuff beyond him being a superhero friends. yeah it, it's it's more than saving the city but it's also saving his beloved friends yeah, yeah. so that he I knows think... outside of the role of batman yeah, so the development of like Bruce Wayne as a character is definitely one of the things that pushes this movie forward because it doesn't just focus on Batman, but it focuses on like who he is under the mask, and that's also an it's important not, part of the movie, like an important message. What's the line, Campbell? It's not who I it's am. Not, it's not who I am, but what I do that defines me. <laughs> and uh, speaking of um, Christian Bale, today's oh, yes. actually his birthday. Um, oh, it is? is. Yeah, yes. which is kind of interesting. How that There's so many out. coincidences we're, we've got going on. We got Christian Nolan um, and his colorblind, and then we got Christian Bale. Uh, what? How old is he? He's like, isn't he like forty? He is forty-seven. Yes. So happy birthday, Mister Bale, if you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, um, but he, yeah, I think Christian Bale definitely does a really good job. Um, he's kind of like when I imagine Batman, like when I imagine just Bruce Wayne, he's he's the one that comes to mind. Not oh, definitely not, not Michael Keaton. As much as I like Michael Keaton, yeah, he just but, and definitely not Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, his his is his is I don't know his is weird. I've never seen any. I've never seen. I any haven't seen movies. anything. I haven't explicitly seen a bunch of I his saw, stuff. I mean, I've seen clips and things. I saw Batman vs Superman and just really, yeah. But I I I hate the DC cinematic universe. Yeah, I can't stand it. Not there's not I mean, a will, single movie that I've say, enjoyed no, well, besides Man Aquaman. of Steel. Man of Steel was good the first time. I like Shazam. I, I haven't. I think, I've seen, I think I've seen oh, it. I think I saw it once. Shazam was good. Shazam was I like, good. And one, first Wonder Woman was good. Yeah, I, first I Wonder Woman. Like, I feel like DC always try past these have always tried to make it dark and just have failed. And so yeah. that's why, like the movies like Aquaman and Shazam, I've loved so much more. Yeah, the more and comedic ones are the Marvel good ones. That's why Marvel has been more successful. It's because they did some of the movies were pretty dark. They had, but they had comedic relief. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, which, which is needing in a superhero film. Yeah, and I think the issues that they tried to DC tried to, um, well, I, I should say Warner Brothers because I don't think it's DC as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. But they kind of tried to, um, they tried to get into it too late, 
they were like, oh, Marvel's super successful. And then they didn't they didn't do it like they and were kind of all over the place. started out with a bang. They they like brought in their biggest threat right at the beginning. Yeah. Like they have, no I, mean, how do you have, I mean, how do you have I mean, it's like if they did it's like if Marvel did Avengers and then did um all the like all of the other movies yeah like, exactly yeah. like the first movie iron man it was just a, against a guy in his business that was trying to take over his business. it worked its way up yeah, yeah. Exactly. instead of working your way like, down it was, it was almost like dc was working backwards and it seemed like they were just kind of all over the place so we're gonna make a we're gonna make a team-up movie and then we're gonna make a couple solo movies and then we're gonna make this one that's another team-up movie and then everybody's gonna hate the team-up movie and then we're gonna release the team-up movie again five years later <laughs> oh yeah i mean they literally had joss whedon like direct at the last minute uh justice league so i mean they're literally they were literally just trying to copy grasping for straws at, I yeah would say. Um, um which i think Zack snyder he's kind of just overall kind of had an influence in that whole thing i think he had an interesting vision for like what they wanted to do um, so I don't think it's necessarily Zack Snyder's fault. I think, um, I don't know, he kind of had a distinct vision and I think they kind of just took that away from him. So, yeah. And then it kind of failed, but, but anyway, back yeah, to anyway. the, back to the Dark Knights, um, trilogy. I, I think, yeah, Batman Begins, the biggest takeaway is that like, it does a, an amazing job of, at reintroducing a character, but still keeping it, um, interesting. Um, the process of him building the suit and putting everything together and like yeah. figuring out yeah, what he wants. The scene to be. of him finding the cave. Oh yeah, I, I love it. That was cool. I think the um, only the biggest drawback is again it's like it's the first part of a trilogy, so it's inherently kind of limited in that. But yeah, I, mean, I still think it's it's it probably does the best job at being that. So um, overall, yeah, it, Batman Begins is definitely my favorite, probably my favorite out of the three. Um, yeah, I really like it. You want to do do your uh, do the scarecrow voice? Would you like to see my mask? <laughs> <laughs> I, what's the other part of the line where he says it to the um, where he's talking to what's his name? Um, I can't remember what the guy says. The nut uh, took over the nut house. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene's pretty funny. Yeah, he's weird. I don't. He's like. I don't know. He's, he's like kind of in, he's in all of them too. Like he kind of yes. He's like got a but like he, a time. but Cillian Murphy does such a good job. I know. Like just his yeah. eyes, his eyes, because you can see like he's so psychological, and like you can see like his eyes moving, like noticing different things. It, it's just it, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty. All cool. right. So yeah, Batman Begins. Solid. Uh, a really really good one um but next the 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 most popular yeah, yeah. The fan uh, favorite the dark knight released in 2008 the same year as um like campbell said iron man um what a year iron man and dark knight same year um but i think but this one obviously f- uh, ties into the what they left at the end w- of batman begins with the joker being kind of foreshadowed um and they it starts off with that bank uh, robbery scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. and you can go ahead and I was see telling how, what... how evil he is as a leader. Yeah, just killing off all of his men because he was just picking them all off all his all his own dudes. I yeah. told I told Campbell what you said about your brother. Oh like yeah, he my was brother. Ed- he he was he would watch the movie so much because he loved it. <laughs> right whenever it phases in on the building, not even whenever it gets close, he could pick <laughs> the window that was gonna get broken. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's crazy. But no, I mean worse. I don't blame him. 
And I've been I, I, close a couple times because I've watched the movie so much. Yeah, I mean, but... I don't blame you guys. It's like, this is a gr- really good one. So, um, this is commonly hailed as, like, the greatest comic book movie of all time. Do you guys agree with that? I'm curious. This or uh, Spider-Man 2? Uh, mm. Oh, I mean, I, I think I would. I, I think I would agree with that because, like, Spider-Man 2... Man, it's just like there's so much about the the Dark Knight that's just I can't I like that's just so well done. Yeah. Um, and it's like Marvel's cool as a whole and the way that they've done everything overall. But like I think Avengers versus Dark Knight, it's easily the Dark Knight. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I like the I like the Avengers um a good bit, but yeah, yeah, they're I, just they're just they're different. Com- I think. Yeah, they're different. I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I can call it the best, but I, I'm I'm not going to call it the worst. Like it's obviously very good. So. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely one of the best, if yeah, not the one best, of the best. Um, superhero um, movies. Definitely the best DC movie. Um, I could say that. Um, but yeah, I think it's just so. The, I think it's just so well put together. It's got the um, the grit that they added to like the Joker's character of him being like um, like kind of like um just not even like he's not even funny like we were saying earlier he he just thinks he's funny and he's just like cr- absolutely like crazy um and then and then you've got them building on batman's character even more um adding in the uh wasn't there oh you've got you've got um dent um coming in playing a bigger role as <laughs> um, two-face um which I thought was really neat because, like, I didn't, I liked how they didn't kind of like because sometimes they'll with these movies they'll just have people have villains introduced because they assume that you know them, which they did with Joker, but it's like it, I think they did that that was fine for them, but like with Two Face, um, he wasn't like they didn't make it clear enough from the beginning that that was like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he was going to be Two Face because that's how that worked, but they made him out to be kind of a good guy at the beginning and you could see them yeah. deteriorate. And I really like that kind of like sub plot of seeing Harvey go from being and just the character development. Yes. Um, well, that... I'll never forget. Oh. Huh? You, you can, you can finish what you're saying. I'll never forget the scene at the end when he's in the oh. hospital. Bed. <laughs> yeah. The first <laughs> time I saw that. Oh my that, God. That was so funny. You know, when he's in the hospital bed and then, Like Joker comes in and he's wearing a. Oh, it's he's the, the mask. Yeah, That's yeah. the funny thing is that you can see the hair and like. Yeah. It's clearly, yeah. Joker. <laughs> Notice because of the mask and he. Oh. The the makeup and the special. On that well, part were like because it wasn't evil. special. Effect.
I think obviously separated. Make... It was like to each their own. They were and all on their own. Yeah. Obviously, they gave Joker most of the movie, but they had that two-faced part at the end mm. that, like, I, I guess made it more than a Joker film. Yeah. Well, I think... I think when you're talking about balancing like the villains, I think Batman Begins um, also also showcases that where they balance, you know, Scarecrow and Raj Al Ghul, um, and like the crime boss yeah. and everything. Uh, for this one, yeah, I think I mean the two main villains of this one are Joker and then Two Face, kind of at the end, right? Yeah. Um, the only like my problem with Two Face, like I like Joker's, I like the Joker. Um, Two Face. The main problem I had with this movie kind of revolves around him in that I always felt like his arc kind of felt a little unnatural or kind of rushed or forced almost. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um, kind of the fact that he would turn from being like this fine public servant, upstanding guy to this homicidal maniac within. I mean, I guess Rachel dies, but that that kind of like distinct turn. They, I mean, was, they could have maybe just introduced a little bit of like inner like maybe if he had some sort of issues that they made yeah. clear, like it would have made sense if he just, he maybe had something. Um, well, you like, could also see that like right at the beginning, he's this like, I guess strong character. You can see the scene with the gun where he rips it out of hand and undoes it. Um, but then you can slowly see him become more and more aggressive. Yeah. I think it's kind of building enemies. on his, like his, and um, so it's like, you can see it, and a natural anger and so i think that's where it came from yeah I, oh, it, 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 like, like he, I, he's kind of building on like his he's willing to do whatever it takes to like um but it then, was like it was to save then, rachel though it was because of rachel because i mean before before rachel happened he was like his goal was not his goal was just to be like this uh, upstanding public servant guy and he was kind of seen as you know the he's the contrast to batman like he's the um, the guy who can do what Batman can't do, like, or the the guy that can He's do like what doing Batman it, like legally and like, yeah, all that. So I don't think his character was never building towards like an anger. Like he was never like building to a certain point. But I think it was just that when Rachel dies, he just suddenly becomes like this crazy dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, that was my um, that's my really only real problem. Yeah, I, I think that yeah, always like, felt... to, in order to get like real development with him as a character, it would have ha he would have had to be a mo more major um, role and rather yeah. than like a like a, a side villain. Um, so I think that's kind of what happened was that they were kind of trying to have him in there to some extent, but obviously with Joker being the main um, villain, they couldn't give a, him a whole bunch of. Exposition yeah. and and, de and development. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I, I, yeah, I yeah. but I don't see what you're trying to say. Yeah, it was. It, I think it was good enough, but I think it definitely could have been better to feel just a little more effective and pack more of like an emotional punch at the end. Yeah, yeah he did. It did seem a little sudden. Yeah. Um, okay, but on the topic of villains, let's just talk about Heath Ledger as a like as oh a gosh. whole in this role. So, this role is pretty much i mean he was crazy before like he he would like pretty much do whatever and have you all heard the thing about the joker the joker role that can like twist oh, yeah. the actors so oh, like, yeah. even even mark hamill who does a lot of joker in like the voice. cartoons yeah 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 the he, voice, he's a voice actor before Heath ledger took the role he reached out to him and said like you need to be careful with this role like it it can actually like twist you 
And that's just, that's such a crazy character that just acting like him can make, can change your mind into becoming a more crazy, like a more crazy person. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I think, well, I think what's his name? Um, who was it that played the the most recent, well, not Joker in, um, not the Joker in the standalone, but the Joker in the DC. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Wasn't he like. He also like, yeah, he tried to do like weird stuff like that. And it was just kind of weird. I don't wasn't know. Wasn't he like leaving like I think he had like a pig he, head, didn't he? Yeah, like dead rat. He let like dead rats to his like co-stars or whatever. Yeah, I, like, I, well, that might, might. I honestly might have just been Jared Leto, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, because he was always kind of strange. But yeah, no, I have heard about the like the the um reputation for that role. Yeah, um, it's yeah. A, it sucks that he um he, gone too soon. I I mean he, mm-hmm. I, I I mean I heard. They were talking. I saw a um, Campbell. What was that? I sent you a TikTok about that role that they were considering putting Heath Ledger in. Who? Who was it? I was it like Anakin Skywalker or something. Yes, Anakin. Oh, really? Know. He was. He was on the list to be casted as Anakin. So was Leonardo DiCaprio. Huh. Um, which would have been interesting. That would be a and much a, different film. Yeah, and I think I don't know. That would have been very interesting. Obviously, I can't imagine anybody else uh, playing him. But still, I think um, that would have been interesting. I, I, he had lots yeah. of potential, and he was really—I think he was really just a great actor. I've only yeah, and, and there were so many times in the movie that like he changed it for the better. Oh you yeah, know? he's he's obviously the highlight of the movie. I mean, and, that's the first thing you think beyond of. Batman. But on top, but like past writing, you know, he did things that people weren't expecting him to do. Mm. Um. So and like like the clapping scene, that's like the main one, the oh, where yeah. they're in the prison and um, uh, I'm blanking. Um, somebody gets promoted, right? Like they get a yeah. promotion. Um, yeah, I I I I hear what you're I hear what you're um, saying. like he kind of just adds his own little nuances and everything to the to the role and. Commissioner yeah, Gordon got Commissioner Gordon just got the promotion to uh and he just starts clapping for him and that wasn't in the script. Yeah. Yeah. And then think, other things like with the hospital blow up scene like where only half of the hospital blew up and the camera kept work. going and he stayed in character to fix it and blow up the rest of the building. Yeah. Like that just I love it. Yeah, oh, that's there. what it was. He was clapping in the prison because I think he got the. They figured, didn't they figure out something? No, I think like it's. What he was... The dude got promoted. Commissioner Gordon got like promoted, and then they're all like. Celebrating. Oh, he was watching the TV. He was watching the TV. Uh, no, he, no, no. Commissioner Gordon came into the prison, uh, and people were uh, over there congratulating him. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then they just hear this clapping, okay. and it's yeah, yeah, Joker yeah, yeah. in his yeah. cell. So he's um, definitely the standout of the movie. Like, there's no denying yes, that. Yeah. Um. Um. Anything? Else? Oh, I could have swore there was something else. Uh, I mean, and it's also like we're gonna get into this. We're gonna show this in a second, but it's so quotable too. I think the memes and everything have added, <laughs> added so much to the to the movie as well because um, it's such a recognizable voice. Yes, Even other other yes. jokers, they don't have the the crazy like the lips smacking and the 
Yeah, that thing, that, like the whole just, thing with like the scars, the whole thing that like that that whole yeah, trope my, that throughout my the whole movie. Father. My father, and you can hear his lips, and it's just like, yeah, you can tell this man is. It's just, just so creepy. Yeah. Um, and I like that bit too because it's like every time he tells it, it's like a different. Yeah, thing, so he, so he, he really doesn't. He just doesn't happened. care. Like he he's like, just he, he doesn't have an ally, an Elias. He doesn't have a backstory. Like you and, have no uh, idea. And yeah, yeah, that's the so, other thing. That's the other thing with this this Batman, this Joker. Normally, like, there's like um, some sort of backstory about like him becoming the Joker, or there's some sort of exposition. It's not his entire purpose. Like big purpose, and I think he makes a big deal about this too. Is like inciting chaos, and um, I know there's probably. Like, I think he has a quote the, about the that. burning money scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like um, I don't, I don't care about this. It's about making a statement. Yeah. <laughs> everybody on everybody on Reddit this past week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I think just before we get into the the, the scene, um, the character of Rachel, I've always Rachel, Rachel. Um, I don't know. She's I guess she's kind of important to these movies i'm guessing i mean she's more my problem with her is she's kind of more of a plot point you know like she just like when she dies in spoiler alert when she dies in the dark night i mean no, <laughs> after, no one after you said <laughs> i mean we already said something i mean first of all they, they change they changed her actor or her act the actress who plays her yes. in between the movies and then i don't know i feel like this uh, rachel kind of in general highlights christopher nolan's problem with writing roles for women uh, I don't know if you noticed, but just in most of his movies, he's not very good at making interesting women characters, and they're kind of usually <laughs> more—they're usually more just plot points than actual uh, characters. Damsel in distress, kind of thing. That, or they're just like like mysterious. I mean, same yeah. thing with children. Like he just adds women and children to make the the, the male characters more interesting. So it's just there are uh, there are side pieces. Yeah, they're usually yeah. more of a plot point. So I mean, that's a little bit of disappointment, but yeah. Okay, we wanted to do. Similar to what we did with Cooper. Did I say something about that? Not yet. Okay. So we're going to read... Sam and I are going to read a scene from the movie, from the Dark Knight. Oh, gosh. Oh, See, no. I, okay, I know we said that you were going to be the no, Joker. No, I can but be I mean, Joker. Okay, because I, I can do a pretty good Joker voice if you don't want to... No, I, I, I can get this. Okay, okay, okay. So, so Campbell, do you want to be the narrator? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Campbell, I can also... Okay. For, also, and so forgive camp, me, yeah. forgive me if I butcher if I butcher it or start laughing. <laughs> well, that would actually be in character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so everyone, Campbell, this is, just set up the scene. All right. So this is the scene, the famous interrogation scene. Um, you know, uh, Joker's in the room, and Commissioner Gordon's kind of talking to him. Um, and then Commissioner Gordon leaves the room, and the lights, you know, go out. You can read the th- you can read the thing if you all want. Right. So it says, Gordon steps out. The overhead lights come on. Batman is behind him. The Joker blinks in the harsh white light. Wham! The Joker's face hits the table. Comes up for air. Crack, crack to the head. Batman is in front of him. The Joker stares fascinated, bleeding. Never start with the head. Victim gets fuzzy. It can't feel the next. I don't know. (laughs) I guess... (laughs) Campbell, you can probably keep reading those. All right, crack. Batman's fist smacks down on the Joker's fingers. See? You wanted me. Here I am. 
I wanted to see what you do. And you didn't disappoint. (laughs) (laughs) You let five more people die. Didn't you let Dent take your place? Even to a guy like me, that's cold. Where's Dent? Those mob fools want you to gone so they can get back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things forever. Then why do you want to kill me? I can't do the Joker laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well you just read the thing. Okay, Joker starts laughing. After a moment, he's laughing so hard it sounds like sobbing. <laughs> it sounds like the, the Joker. Kill you? I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No. No, you. <laughs> you. Complete me. <laughs> <laughs> You're garbage who kills for money. Don't talk like one of them. You're not. <laughs> Even if you'd like to be. To them, you're just like a freak like me. They just need you <laughs> right now. He regards um, Batman with something approaching pity. <laughs> but as soon as they don't, they'll cast you out like a lever. The Joker looks into Batman's eyes, searching. Oh my god, this is so long. I told you I wanted to do the Joker. We can do a switch halfway through. Uh, sure, you can do the voice. Okay. <clears throat> Their morals, their code. It's a bad joke, dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. You'll see. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these civilized people, they'll eat each other. See, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. Batman grabs Joker and pulls him up upright. Um, Campbell, you can. I guess you can just read that and you can be gordon i don't know just just move on move on to the oh, next skip okay, okay. where's okay, dance okay. where's dance you have these rules and you think they'll save you i have one rule then that's the one rule you'll have to break to know the truth which is the only sensible way to live in this world is without rules tonight you're gonna break your one rule batman leads into the joker I'm considering it. (laughs) There are just minutes left. So, you'll have to play my little game if you want to save one of them. Them? For a while, I thought you were really dent. The way you threw yourself after her. Oh yeah, and then he, like, picks him up with a chair and, like, throws him across the room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Look at you go. Does Harvey know about you and his... Where are they? (laughs) Killing is making a choice. Where are they? (laughs) You choose one life over another. Your friend, the district attorney, or his blushing bride-to-be. Oh, and he, like, punches him in the face. (laughs) You have nothing... He's punching him. (laughs) Nothing to threaten me with. Nothing to do with all your strength. But don't worry, I'm going to tell you where they are. Both of them. And that's the point. You'll have to choose. He's at 250 52nd Boulevard. And she's on Avenue X at Cicero. Batman drops him. 
and scene. <laughs> okay, wow, I, I, I'm sorry I feel like if I absolutely butchered that, but I was <laughs> no, trying not to break out laughing the entire. I mean, time. I, a, I wonder if Heath Ledger had the same kind of thing when he was doing it. Like, I cannot imagine talk, just talking like that. I feel and like you guys like, would make perfect uh, replacements if if the, if Heath Ledger wasn't recasting. Able to, yeah, if Heath Ledger wasn't able to make it that day, I'm I'm sure Sam, you could oh, I, go yeah, in. Yeah, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, now after that, I I I'm going I'm I'm going to say, it's all downhill from here. Yeah, very um, much so. With that, it wasn't a bad next one, one more... but I I still really yeah. liked it. But it just it's the worst out of the three. The Dark Knight Rises, released in 2012. Um, this was actually the first one that I um saw. Um, because you saw I this I one before the back. others. Okay, yeah, no, because it was because I went to a friend's birthday party. I mean, it was literally like a year after because he got it on like the Red Box or something. It was like 2013. Um, okay. So like he got it in the Red Box and I think he had seen the other ones and it was like, oh, hey, it's his birthday. He's picking the movie or whatever. And I didn't really care what we were watching. And it, I just ended up watching this. And like it was years before I even like was familiar with like what the Dark Knight trilogy was and everything. Um, so this was the first one I saw. So like when so, seeing the other one, even though it was years after, so it didn't leave that much of an impact. But I, I was just thought it would be interesting to mention that this was actually the first one I watched because obviously when the other ones came out, I was not nowhere near old enough to watch them. I mean, even even then, I was ten when Dark Knight Rises comes out came out, so I was surprised I was even able to watch it at that point. Um, no, I watched yeah, them uh, young. Yeah, um, I think. So- Again, yeah. I, I sound like a broken record, but again, Tom Hardy was the best part of the film as Bane. Or at least uh, what we thought was Bane. Yeah. Um, I think just I overall... Mean, I think hmm. he was pretty... I thought he was pretty underwhelming. I mean, he was, he was interesting, but then like, he kind of just gets like killed at the end. So, I, mean, I don't know. He's just... He, who wasn't well, that... He, okay. Yeah. And... I, I did like, I guess, the more human version of Bane and not like... The, see, the, the main... Brute. Okay, spoil alert. We already, we, already spoiled, we already spoiled half of like, the entire franchise. But so. I hated the twist at the end when Talia Al Ghul oh, yeah. you know, stabs yeah. Batman and she's like, I'm Bane. He's just my bodyguard. No! Yeah. yeah, that was that. That, was that entire was subplot was was really awful. Like it was not good. I think the other thing is that people, um, we expected so much more after the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. It just was very underwhelming. I mean, and even then, I mean, it was. I mean, it it didn't even live up to Batman Begins. Yeah, um, it tries to do so much. Like it's literally like two. And I think it's trying it, to fit into one. Like it's. And just... I think it was trying to. I mean, this came out the same year as Avengers. Um. So I, I don't know if they were just trying to do too much because of everything that was going on with Marvel. Um. But it, it just seemed like there was like a lot going on, and there was yeah, just... and they brought Catwoman in. Yeah. Which but I mean, I didn't... I did I did love. I I I love hand on hand combat. You know that that's one of my like. If there's an action movie and it doesn't oh, have hand on hand combat, then I don't want to. I don't want to 
I don't like it. That's why I have a problem with DC because it's just people getting thrown into buildings, like over blown over. up, blown up stuff, and like it, flying it's just around. like flying into one building and then another and then another. Like that scene in Winter Soldier with like Winter Soldier versus like Captain America, like on the Captain street. America and Black Widow. That is my favorite fight scene of all fight scenes. Wait, well, wait. Speaking of hand on hand combat, I think this one's definitely has the best out of the last two because I feel like. I don't because, know. The combat yeah. on the last two were kind of rough. Like especially in the Dark Knight, it was kind of everything felt a little because it stiff. wasn't it wasn't a a vile, it wasn't like um oh yeah, yeah villain. It was a more psychological villain. But I'm I'm yeah. still saying when when the, whenever they had like fight scenes and everything, if the choreography was like a little off. But I think yeah. they definitely improved with this one. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. this one was a little bit more of like like actiony. Had he like already done Inception by this time? Yeah, that I was twenty ten. So. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, that was twenty ten, and so he had the practice with Inception, which also had really good hand on hand. So I think there are a lot of there are a lot of parallels there. I think between yeah. those two, and and um, so like the scene at the stock market with Bane mm-hmm. was like really good. But I don't know. I, I, the thing that stuck with me was always was the football stadium. Yeah. I, I think this one has its moments, but overall, it's just a little under—it's just a little underwhelming. I do like the overall feeling, like especially at the beginning when everything's just kind of—if everything just feels kind of cold, because you know Batman has gone into hiding. There's—it's yeah. a little more—it's very, very contemplative, um, kind of almost like the beginning of Endgame, where it's just kind of that somber feeling. I really like—I really like that whole, the feeling of the movie, and especially when you know when they when Bane takes over the city, um, and everything's kind of it's kind of like an apocalypse almost i do like yeah. that that aspect yeah I think it's interesting and they bring back scarecrow as like like the uh i don't remember what his name was beyond scarecrow um but like they bring him back and he's he's got a, a he's like the judge guy um yeah in that part and they're sending them out to into the onto the uh like jonathan crane that's what it is yes yes dr yes, yes. crane um oh oh know, one thing, what? okay, the okay. Remember when that that part when Bane takes over the city and he has like that giant bomb. Yeah, yeah. And then he says, "I'm gonna." He's like, "I'm gonna blow up the city in five months." Do you know how? I don't know. It's just so stupid to me. Like giving people that much time. Like, what's the point of saying like, "Oh, I have this giant bomb. I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna blow it up in five months." That just always felt a bit weird. Well, I think he was kind of using it as more as like a, I guess like terror a terror technique. Yeah, like it wasn't. I don't to think he didn't really have to, the I mean, I think I think he wanted to just watch the city burn without the bomb. It's almost like it's the perfect amount of time for Batman to recover and come back and defeat him at the end. <laughs> I mean, I guess <laughs> I just yeah. I feel like this one just expo- it it. It basically brings out the worst in Christopher Nolan in, in his like writing, his exposition. Um, he always tends to like have a little too much, and this one definitely has a lot of like exposition, things like that, and coincidences. Um, also, um, I mean, did you ever find Bane's voice kind of? I know, I know, this was like big at the no, time when it came it. out. It's a little hard to understand at times, though. Yeah, I can. I can't even do it. I'm not even going to try to do it. <laughs> No one cared who I was till I put on a mask. You think darkness is your ally? You think darkness is your ally? <laughs> I was born in it. Molded it. By it. Yeah, molded by it. 
<laughs> I don't. The voices in all of these movies are just so um, recognizable. I, recognizable, and they're so distinct. Um, yeah, I mean, even uh, even Alfred, uh, Michael Kine. I'm <laughs> Michael Kine. I'm. I've failed you. <laughs> I failed you. I failed you, Master Bros. Master Bros. <laughs> <laughs> And he's some, like, some men don't have a point. Some men just want to watch the world burn. And that part at the end, I, I, I think, oh my god, the when, part when at he's the end crying, when he's, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just I never seen like him cry, and it's just out of it's just it catches you off guard. <laughs> I was gonna say the the end credit. I don't know if it was an end credit scene or if it was just at the end, but the part where they're at the the, the diner restaurant. Yeah, that was just at the end. Maybe that was the same one from Inception. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. The, the Ooh. Nolan cinematic universe. That would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you'd have five different timelines that you had to follow. Oh, yeah. You'd like... have to, like, you wouldn't even be able to. You'd be literally leave the, the movie and your brain would be, like, mush. <laughs> and, then, been... and then, like, Michael Caine would play, like, five characters. characters. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he in, like, every single one? <laughs> yes, he's much. literally. He's, yeah. Oh gosh, I mean, that would be so. If you looked at like a timeline of the movie, it would literally look like like an abstract painting. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and, and Sam prides himself on the fact that he watched Tenet and understood it the first time. Oh yeah, I did, Mister Cool Guy over here. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't that hard to understand, and I felt oh, okay. Oh you, oh <laughs> no, I didn't. Tenet was just so. <laughs> no. it, was, it was so below my. It was so elementary. It was just. It was just so simple. I don't understand how no one gets it. Tenet was a pretty awful movie, though, to be honest. I didn't really what? like it. I loved it. Okay, so the Dark Knight... It was okay. like... Dark Knight Rises... Are we going to go into this? <laughs> okay, so, I mean, I'll just talk about Dark Knight Rises, because I think Dark Knight Rises is definitely is the worst movie. Um, I mean, I don't know if... You, would you guys agree with that? Like, I definitely... I mean, I've, got, I've, still, got a, I've still got a couple to, to, uh, of his movies to watch. I, I think he's talking about Nolan, uh, or... Nolan in general. Yeah, definitely Christopher Nolan's worst movie, I think, in my opinion. Probably. Yeah, it's. I mean, I've I've got a couple more to watch, so I can't really oh, say. But, oh, I think his best one is uh, the Prestige. Oh, Prestige is so good. Yes, it's, I haven't seen that. So That's good. the one I'll have yeah. to watch. That is a good one. I I agree with the you there. Prestige, Memento. Maybe we could have a uh, maybe we could have a double guest episode, and maybe we maybe we oh, could bring yeah. him back. Yeah, I rewatched yeah, Memento. That'd be great. Memento is really good that. too. Because because uh, um Josh wanted to do um the uh. Nolan movies, yeah. yeah, I love Josh. That would be a fun. That would be a fun episode. But yeah, Prestige and Memento are definitely. I mean, they're kind of. I mean, I don't know about Memento, but I know Prestige is definitely slept on. Like that's a great movie. That that would probably be my favorite movie. You don't. Um, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. We could save this because we'll probably do it. We'll do a Nolan one. But any yeah. other th- thoughts about, um, The Dark Knight Rises, or I mean, anything really? Because we're kind of starting to wind down to the end. Yeah, it was just. Kind of oh. underwhelming and probably his worst movie. So I just yeah, never. It, was just, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't. It, and that's exactly why I can't call this one of my favorite trilogies because although the t- the first two are good, I think this one definitely. Yeah, as a trilogy, from- like Dark Knight in itself is probably one of the best superhero movies. But in, as a superhero trilogy, I wouldn't say it's one of the best. Because I, mean, I, feel I would like, say it's one of the best, but it's not the best. Yeah, it's good. That, that's fair. Yeah, it's just the Dark Knight Rises just kind of takes takes me out of it. So 
Because it's, yeah. I mean, if yeah, I, but one thing I think did the movie did do well is they retired Batman very well. You know, they led everyone to believe he died. You know, and it it, it gave him the peace that he was searching for at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I, I think that's fair. So I, th- I, I thought that was well done. And then they introduce uh, the Robin. Oh, yeah, and they did have. Yeah, they had Joseph Gordon Lovett. Uh, uh, yeah. At the end. Um, I don't. I I doubt that they were actually going to end up doing anything with. Yeah, I, I it, it was just actually... kind of kind of just a tease, or not tease. It was just to be like, oh yeah, he's the next. An acknowledgement, Batman. like it wasn't yeah. actually. They weren't actually going to do anything with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought that was an, an interesting tie in there at the end. His character was cool in this, though. I liked how mm-hmm. he got in. Except he, got... he figured out who Batman was in like three scenes. <laughs> oh yeah, I I remember that. Like, now. He's like, I saw you at the orphanage. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was interesting, I guess. But okay, well, unless anybody else has, unless you guys have anything else um, to say before, thanks um, for having me. Oh yeah, of course. But um, we'd be happy to have you again if if the if the opportunity presents itself to do a, a Nolan one at some point with oh, Josh. Oh yeah, that'd be great. So, um, so yeah, thank you guys uh, for listening. And um, with that being said, I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And you wasted the last hour of your life listening to Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Real Real Geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know and we'll be sure to take a look.